Broadcasting from the Any Hour Services podcast studios, I'm your host, Mike Wilson, and you're listening to In the House. In the House is a podcast about the major systems in the house. Electrical, pl- really? Pop, Sorry. pop, pop. Yeah, pop, pop, pop. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Didn't realize your mic was hot, huh? I had a five hour. I'm feeling good. That's all right. We're ready to go. Uh, it's about the major systems in the house, electrical, plumbing, heating, air conditioning. Each week I'm joined by a panel of experts. Sometimes they make weird noises on the mic. Sometimes they answer questions and give you real information. It's meant to be informative and hopefully bring you some value. Today we're going to be talking about septic systems, what all of you, you know, want to hear us talk about riveting <laughs> i'm maybe if you clicked on the episode and you're listening then you actually are curious i'm joined by jesse and chasen uh they're the management team over the sewer and drain department at any hour services uh so let's actually start with this what is the difference between um just a, a standard sewer system that connects to the city municipality uh, and a septic system it's a good question uh there's a lot of differences mike Okay. Um, but we can go, you know, we'll, we'll go into the basics, you know, to, and then we can go deeper if we need to, but your, your sewer systems that tie into the municipality, you know, your, your modern day sewer system is what it would be is it's pretty much simple form a, a pipe that's connected to your home where all the waste dumps into, and then that pipe takes it over to the city's, uh, connection, which dumps into their pipe. And then that pipe takes it down to the treatment sent, uh, the treatment plant where they treat it and, and then do other things with that water. And so there really is uh, nobody touching that um, unless they need to down at the sewer treatment plant, right? Now you jump over to a septic system, uh, septic tank system, however, you know, septic tank, whatever, a septic system. Um, And that is a bit different An, an older technology still used today, though, in a lot of areas and has to be. There's a lot of a lot of new um, uh communities and things like that where they they don't have the ability or they don't have grade to where they can have a a modern day sewer system so they have the septic system now that is where everything flows from a home or a building into one tank and then it fills up to a certain point and then most of the water leaks out the other end into what is called a leach filled a bunch of other a, a, a bunch of other plumbing with holes in it and everything and that slowly leach, leaches into the ground that's why it's called a leach field and then what's left in the tank over time just uh, deteriorates eats itself bacteria things like that and so it's actually a very effective system um, just a little bit older and requires a little bit more maintenance so you were saying that there are some new communities that like that are using a septic system absolutely so because i here in utah because mm-hmm. I, I mean, I guess that's my thing. I am maybe falsely making an assumption that most homes in our service area have a standard sewer system. Most homes do. Okay, that, that is a that is a correct statement. But there are some areas. So, like here in Utah, if you're up on the bench, like up on on the hill, it really kind of uh, that is one area because you won't have the sewer will be either too high, and so you're trying to your waste is trying to go uphill. And so that's not going to work. So you're going to need a pump or a septic system, or maybe out in the west part or western areas of of the of the state where the water table's too high, and so you can't have a basement or mm. anything like that. And so there there is no there is no option or effective safe way to have a sewer system. So you got to go with a septic system. So how do you come across people that don't know which kind they have? Maybe yeah. they make the assumption that it's just a regular regular plumbing system yeah we see that a lot actually it's supposed to be on the 
MLS listing when you buy a house, it actually has a section for sewer septic, and it's supposed to be there. But either people <laughs> if it's don't, in the fine print, there's an awful lot of fine print. print uh, I don't know. And, and so either people don't see it, don't know to look for it, or even sometimes the seller didn't even know they were on a septic tank. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, it's very important to know that you're on it. There's a number of reasons, the most important, which being that you use it differently than you do a standard sewer well, system. Let's go back real quick. Let's say that, so that's a good tip. If you're buying a house, it should be listed in the MLS information or whatever. But let's say that someone's in their house and they're not quite sure. They've always thought that it's regular. Is there something that, that they can find out or how do they know if they're in a house and they're not quite sure? Yeah, most of the time, if you call the city or the sewer district that you live in, or if you're in an unincorporated area, you can call the county. Gotcha. Um, and they will have a record most of the time, uh, some of the time, of whether or not you have a sewer line and where it runs and things like that. So you'll run into a couple situations. They'll either say, oh, yeah, you're on a septic tank. It's located here. Or they'll say, we don't have a record of your sewer line, which chances are then you're on a septic system. Okay. That makes sense. So call your sewer district, and they should have record. Right. Um, mm -hmm. Will they tell you if they're like, eh, I don't know? Yeah, if they yeah. don't know, they'll tell you, I don't know. Um, and then they'll recommend having somebody out to help you figure that out. And there's a Will they send someone from the city or do you have to call a company out? That's going to depend on the city. The city. Yeah. You'll yeah. get both. Okay. Yeah, you will. It just depends on, you know, how much time they have to help you or if they're, you know, don't have anybody qualified to help you. So it okay. just depends. Well, let's, uh, let's, talk about, let's talk about how a septic system works. Like you, you, you mentioned some things, Jesse, but let's go a little bit more in depth um, about how a septic system works. Now, w growing up, I actually grew up in Louisiana and we, I didn't realize this until later, but we were on a septic system. All I knew as a child was there was this area in the yard and it, it probably wasn't working right because <laughs> mm -hmm. there was this area in the yard where the grass always grew a lot taller mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it was a lot, it was always wet and like, so we just knew not to throw the ball into the tall grass over there on that side of the yard. And yeah. when we would mow, it was so wet that like we wouldn't even like we would mow around it. So it was always like a little bit higher so you could see what it was. And I think I asked one day, I was like, why is that always wet or why is this? And they're like, ah, it's a septic tank. It's not working right. <laughs> well, we didn't fix it. <laughs> and you're working with a couple different things, especially down in Louisiana like that, where you have a real high water table. Uh -huh. And so that means that that leach field has to be more shallow than it would be in a dry area because it's relying on the ground's ability to percolate that water and to accept that water into it. So if it's already got high groundwater and there's already water there, there's nowhere for that to go. And so they have to put them more shallow. And so then sometimes it, if it is slightly improper, it can easily make it to the surface. Gotcha. And that can also be sometimes in some of those shallower areas, a sign of it is working. Okay. Mm. It's just an unfortunate side effect of having a septic tank in those areas. At gotcha. Times. But the way they work, the inside of the home, and you jump in anywhere you want here, Jesse, mm -hmm. the inside of the home is plumbed basically the exact same as a regular sewer system. And so all the plumbing still directs all the drain water to one location where it exits a home. And then you're still the same outside the home. You're in a sewer pipe. The difference comes when you hit the tank. And so in a sewer system, like Jesse mentioned earlier, that pipe just continues on off the property into the city's line, wherever that is. In a septic system, that line will go to the tank, which usually will have a baffle in it. There's a couple of reasons for a baffle. One of those being to direct, direct the water down and force it down toward the bottom of the tank so that inside that tank, the water and the solids can separate. And so when you, if you could cut a full septic tank in half and have everything stay where it was, you'd see three layers inside a septic tank. The bottom layer we call the scum. That's where all the solids go. 
the poop, everything like that. Sits down in the bottom. I think we knew, <laughs> like what you know. Well, I mean, I just like to be thorough. And there's other, there's other <laughs> solids. There's plenty of other solids. There's other solids down that, that go down the drain, like but you immediately poop. went to <laughs> fingernails, hair, <laughs> yeah, all the other stuff that you really <laughs> shouldn't put into a subject system. Poop. Mm-hmm. poop. Yeah, it's kind of fun saying to a microphone, isn't it? <laughs> and then above the scum layer that is made up of <laughs> various solids, solids uh, you have the water level. Yeah, and I mean, it's not clean water, but it's mostly liquid. And then above that, you have, or sorry, I said those backwards. You've got the sludge at the bottom, scum at the top. Scum is your grease, your lotions, your cosmetics, the lightweight, greasy parts that get into that system. They float to the top. Um, and so you have those three layers. After the tank, on the other side of it, there's the outlet pipe, which has another baffle. And that sits just a little bit lower than the inlet pipe coming into the tank. And it does that so water can flow in through the inlet without being too full for water to flow in. And then it flows out of the outlet. And so it leaves all the scum and the sludge inside the tank. And the water goes out into uh, the drain field. Drain field's comprised of a few different pieces. You'll have one pipe coming out of that tank that typically will go to a distribution box. And from that box, in most systems, you'll have three lines branching out from that distribution box. Now, when you say box, mm-hmm. now let's let's go to the tank because yeah. when you say tank and then box, is one bigger than the other? Like, how big is a oh, is absolutely. a tank? Yeah, standard tank tanks can range, but most of them are five hundred to a thousand gallons. Oh wow, okay. Um, and so from there, you go to the box, which is like a five gallon to ten gallon box. Okay, gotcha. Um, and it's whole purpose is just to catch that water and distribute it equally through the through three different lines in that drain field. Okay. And then the the little talked about part of the system that is absolutely crucial is the soil around those drain pipes. So those pipes go out and you run them level. And in those pipes there are holes for the water to be able to escape through as it runs through that line. And around that you put most cases it's going to be gravel or some other aggregate that allows water to dissipate real easy. And then the soil around it receives that water after it gets through that aggregate. And so the bacteria that we talk about in septic systems, it lives and thrives inside the tank. And that helps to break down the solids so they don't have to pump as frequently and keep things as liquid as possible. And then some of that also escapes into the leach field and lives and thrives in there as well. And so I'm sure we're going to talk about pumping at some point here. We had a good place to segue into it. it do whatever you want. I'm I, going to I go think pumping. Pumps. pumps in general, I think will be a, a totally different I mean, episode. Pumping but, of the septic tank itself. Oh, gotcha. Yep. Yeah, no. When we get to maintenance and different things like that, but if you want to talk about it right now, you know, do what you got to well, do. I don't want to throw you off. Well, I mean, I can read a question and then say, <laughs> "Oh, he already answered that." So, Just make so, sure that you got a roofing analogy. And yeah, we'll come up with one. Uh, and so, in in the tank is where the bacteria is most important. Okay. But if if you don't pump it often enough, and we'll go into more detail. If you don't pump it often enough, then that that solid matter will build up to the point where it's able to escape into that drain field and then the bacteria starts to build up more in there and escape into the soil around it and then bacteria is remarkable in its resilience it actually builds itself a slime coat around the bacteria and that slime coat will fill in the soil around it and clog it up Mm. and then it causes a failed drain field at that point Um, and once that happens there's only one great way to really fix that yeah, I mean, that's redo the whole thing. Really? Um, so if, you're, if your drain field fails because of whatever reason, mm-hmm. it, there's no rehabbing it. You got to like uh, yeah, dig it up and redo it. Some people are, are really uh, good about their bacterial maintenance and keeping that in there, and that can help. Um, but it's, it's hard to come back from damage done. 
Um, and so, yeah, that once it fails, the real good way to do it is dig it out and redo it. Um, and that's a, that's a big process. Yeah. And, and like Jason said, it's hard to come back from failure. Um, and one of the reasons, the re one of the other big reasons you can is because a lot of those drain fields don't have access. So like the tank, it has access for pumping and maintenance and things like that. But the drain fields usually do not have um, access for you to put any kind of bacteria treatment uh, in there. And just putting it in your, your septic tank doesn't mean it's going to fill it up and make it out the back baffle and down in there and help. So um, and, and, and most of those don't have access because they're older septic systems where plumbing code didn't require them to have access, you know, and, and some of the, the, some of the companies who deal with these and have learned will put in some accesses so that they can help better maintain those over the years. But your drain fields just don't have access. So it's kind of a build put in place. And if it fails, you really just kind of deal well, with in, it or fix it. In my mind, I'm thinking as you're describing this uh, gel coating or the slime coating going around and, and essentially clogging up those holes that are supposed to be leaking the water out um, in a in a mainline situation, if you had build up around that, mm -hmm. you know, closing it off, you could send a jetter down there. Right. Mm -hmm. But one of the principles there is that there is a place for that water to go. So you're able to scour the sides of the, of the thing and clean that stuff off. But with a, uh, with your field or your, what's it called? Drain field, with the field. drain field, the leach field, you can't send a jetter down because there's nowhere really for the water to go. There's not that much gravel right. to dissipate that water. And so you gotta, you gotta figure out a way to clean it. And unfortunately that's digging it up. And furthermore right. to that point, even if you could jet it, you'd only be cleaning the inside of the pipe and mm -hmm. that slime coat builds up in, the, in gravel the gravel and in the soil around it as well and you can't clean that so even if you have bacteria treatment it would take time for it to get into the soil to help treat the bacteria so you would you would still essentially be down a sewer system mm. at waiting for that bacteria to clear up and clean up so let's talk about the bacteria a little bit because you've you've mentioned it um and when you when we talk about the the tank portion of it when you are putting a septic system in and you talked about bacterial maintenance. So do you, is one of my questions is talking about what do you do for maintenance? Mm -hmm. So let's just go into that section. Are you supposed to be putting, is there some bacteria you're supposed to be putting into the system periodically? Absolutely. Yes. The, it's, it's basically an enzyme that you put into there and you, most, uh, the different brands are several different brands that make it. And, um, the most instructions say we just put it in the toilet once a month, flush it down, let it build up. Some people like to take it one step further, actually open the tank, pour it directly in, um, and, and either way is just fine. The biggest thing is making sure that as you're doing that, you're also not making it harder for that bacteria to do its job. And I'm sure that's another section we'll go into on how to use a septic tank properly. Um, but the other maintenance to it is even with a good thriving bacterial colony in there, the solids will continue to build up. Uh, depending on how many people you have in the home, how you use the system, things like that. And that's where pumping the tank becomes a necessity. Um, and most septic tanks should be pumped every three to five years. That's kind of the standard. Um, people who don't know they're on a septic tank, we've seen it be 20, 30 years, and they've had no idea they were on a septic tank. And then, like I mentioned earlier, with the solids getting in the drain field, now they're really up a creek. Mm. Um, and so it's very important to make what sure. What kind of creek? I'm just kidding. Don't say that. Ooh. <laughs> It is. It's a show on Netflix. Um, <laughs> Spelled differently. Netflix is not a sponsor. If you'd like to be, please contact Mike Wilson, mike.wilson at anyhourservices.com. My man. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so the, the bacteria is absolutely crucial for the system to work. And it's, there's a little bit of um, issue with climate. 
those bacteria thrive in a warm environment. And here in Utah, when we get real cold weathers and areas that get even colder weathers, there's some of that bacteria that will die off if it gets too cold. And so is it more important in the winter months to be introducing bacteria into the system? Yeah, actually? it's always important, but it is more important in the winter, yes. Hmm. Okay, uh, is there, okay, so we talked about maintenance really is the adding the bacteria every month uh, and then pumping it every three to five years. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Any, any other maintenance things that they need to be doing? Those are really the biggest things as far as maintenance goes. There's a lot of preventative things that need to happen as well, and we can go into that. But the, the pumping is, is something that is uh, overlooked a lot. And there are tools you can get to actually measure how much buildup is in that tank and things to know where you're at. And the standard is anywhere from 25 to 33% of that tank being full of solids, it's time to pump it. Mm. Um, anything more than that, and you start getting solids into the drain field where you really don't want them. And that's what causes that uh, that slimy buildup yeah. is yeah. when you get the solids that leak over into the right. leach field. Because with those solids go the bacteria, and the bacteria is what causes that slime. So and do you ideally not want bacteria in your leach field? You want some. Um, but there's different types of bacteria. There's aerobic bacteria and anaerobic bacteria, and it depends on whether or not they can thrive with or without oxygen. Um, and so the anaerobic bacteria can go without oxygen, and those are the ones that build the most slime coat and cause the most problems. Well, and your septic t- the septic systems are, are designed for some of the bacteria to get in there and then most of the bacteria to stay in the tank. And so if you're maintaining it like you should, like we're talking about, the, the septic system will do its thing. The right amount of bacteria will be at the, in all the places it needs to be without failure. Uh, without maintenance, you're gonna get an excess buildup of anything, and, that, and that's just not in septic systems. We know that for almost everything in the, that, that's out there now. Proper maintenance will allow the septic system to work as it's supposed to, because there's actually a lot of science um, based in the septic system. Sure. Uh, you talked about uh, there being two different bacterias, and one of the maintenance things is to introduce bacteria into the tank. Is there anything that we need to do to introduce this other kind of bacteria uh, into the leach field? So typically, when you're using those bacterial products that they recommend for them, it will do both. Got it. Um, and, and even some of the aerobics and things will actually cultivate on their own. Um, bacteria is an amazing thing in our planet, but um, it will find its way to where it needs to be and it will find a place it can thrive and it will do its thing. Okay, cool. Well, let's talk about the differences in how you use, uh, you know, your regular plumbing in the house or your, if you're on a regular municipality uh, sewer system versus if you are hooked up to a septic tank. And here's, and this is the key knowing this is why you want to know which one you are hooked up mm-hmm. on because that determines the things that you should and shouldn't be doing or putting down your drain right. even more importantly than you know because we talk about like don't put fats and greases down or don't do this down the disposal and but people are like ah it doesn't like really affect they don't see it affecting them because right. it really affects the uh, municipality and oh, they yeah. go through a lot of expense and work, especially now, uh, nowadays there were some stories out because so many more people were at home and using their systems and clogging up the municipality mm-hmm. system. And they have workers that they maintain it and clean it out and do all that extra work. And you don't really see it. So it's not top of mind, but all of a sudden when you've got a septic tank, you're the municipality that's got to get out there problem. and clean it. Yeah. And it's your problem. So talk to us about some of those differences in using yeah, it. And the bacteria is a perfect segue for that because one of the big things is that bacteria does a really good job of eating up already processed foods, poop. And so, <laughs> so when you're putting in other food, would you that know, be solids? Food, is that solids, solids. Okay. solids. Sorry guys. 
Um, and so when you're using a disposal, there's food Poop. unprocessed going through there and the bacteria doesn't keep up with that as well. Okay. And so if it's me and I'm on a septic tank, I don't have a disposal. Okay. I'm very careful with my kitchen sink. I'm making sure all of the food goes into the garbage can. I have a strainer in the sink to catch it. I do not want it getting into my tank because it will make that bacteria's job harder. Uh, and making that job harder means problems for you. And now, because it's interesting, because when we talked to the plumbers and we talked about an episode on garbage disposals um, with, and maybe this comes back to the different kinds of bacteria, because in the municipality system, it's it's not necessarily an underground closed no oxygen system right right and so uh bacteria is okay and it works on all of those other foods that you would send down the disposal but you brought up the um oxygen in the tank and there's not supposed to be oxygen in the tank because oxygen will kill the good bacteria in your septic tank right it won't necessarily kill it yeah, okay. but it's it's not so much that an oxygen will be bad for the system. It's just that because it's a sealed system, because you don't want to smell that thing when you go outside, it's a sealed system. And so it's not so much oxygen in the tank. It's that we need to seal it off so that we can't get methane back out. Gotcha. Yeah, and, and so it's you need those anaerobics just because you don't have the oxygen in there. And so you need that one in there. But so, so that's that's those bacterias in that tank. Is that why you're not wanting to put all of that extra, uh, you know, rinds and peels yeah, and, and it's, all it's that stuff. It's not necessarily the bacteria's fault. Okay. You know, um, just the same as you and I are limited to what we can eat. I'm not going to go eat rocks out of the parking lot. The bacteria is limited to what it can eat as well. Um, and so it's a biological thing. Did you ever watch Pippi Longstocking, oh, the movie, yeah. growing up? The cartoon version? No, the, not the cartoon. The, it was a, it was a, it was a movie, remember, movie yeah, yeah. the live-action movie. And I remember, I don't know why she was doing it, but she would eat nails. And I remember my parents my my dad specifically not sure how dumb i was as a child but he then, felt the need now you are as an adult he, any sign of it, easy now <laughs> he felt the need to say you know you're not you can't eat nails right and i'm like well i'm noticing there's no thanks. nails on this table i've eaten them all <laughs> <laughs> anyway you talk about eating rocks but pippi she didn't get the same she eats different things than us she's a bit of an odd duck yeah yeah she's but not she, a normal yeah, person. but she was like really strong. Maybe that was because of the nails. It's the nails. She's tough as nails. She is. She oh, had a horse that eat. lived in the house. There you yeah. go. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> the bacteria has its limitations. And so it's it's just the other thing is the more solid matter you put into that tank, the faster it's going to fill up and need pumping. And that three to five may turn into one to two, but you're got planning it. on three to five and you end up with issues. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. So. So you recommend not putting a, a garbage disposal in if you've got a, um, a septic system. That's, that's my recommendation. There are disposals out there that are marketed with uh, um, four septic systems. And what they do is every time you kick it on, it injects a little bit of bacteria that goes with it. Really? And they're, they're not wildly effective. Gotcha. So. All right. Well, um, and then the other are the other thing. So make sure you're not sending extra things down the drain. And it's even more important to not be sending things other than toilet paper down yes. uh, the, the toilet. And yeah. So, so it, the same reason that we don't want to put wet wipes, feminine products, things like that into a sewer system. And that's like we mentioned earlier, like you brought up is that it goes to the municipality and they've got to pull it out of there and, and they literally have to pull those things out because they don't break down. And like you were saying, that's their problem at mm -hmm. that point in a septic system. It's your problem. And if they don't break down, they're going to fill that tank up. Got it. It's also probably a good idea now that there's such a difference in how we should be 
using our septic uh, systems. If you invite guests over and you have people visit, make sure you let them know that you're on a septic system. Yeah. Because make a tasteful little sign for the bathroom right? that gives instruction. Yeah. Speaking of tasteful little signs right, in go. the bathroom, uh, there were two that uh, that I was a fan of growing up. One, I grew up with all sisters. Okay, and so I didn't realize as a young man how annoying it was to them that I would not raise the toilet seat. <laughs> and oh, so, so they, 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 would, they would let me know, and it went like this. If you sprinkle when you tinkle, please be neat and wipe the seat. <laughs> <laughs> the other one that I like uh, was is the one, and I, I, I don't know if I've seen it on toilets or at swimming pools, but it's like, uh, you know, I don't come swim in your toilet. So don't pee in my pool or something like <laughs> yeah. that. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't I have one. There's no, you notice there's no pee in our pool. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That one. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, the only sign in too. our bathroom is, you know, you have your five star ratings on uh, reviews and things. And uh -oh. so it's got one that's four and a half stars filled in on the sign. And in quotes, it just says would poop here again. <laughs> 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 we have a very, we have a four and a half star bathroom. People are very nice. clever. Okay, cool. Well, if you're ever out and about in Spanish Fork, uh, what would make it a five star? Get it, Chasen. He's got a very, you oh. know, hmm? and a, what do they call the guy that spritzes your cologne when you go into the bathroom? Oh, there you there? go. That's there what you makes go. it a five star. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So you don't do that. A bidet? I, not normally. You Ooh, know, a bidet it costs might make it a five star. That would push yeah. it and cooled. Very no, nice. I like it. Um, let's see. Speaking of your five star, I have actually one of the things, the way that my mind works for a pillar piece of content on social, I've always thought about doing, I would call it the Lou review, where <laughs> I would go around to public restrooms and I would review how good they are and like just let people know, hey, yeah. like this is it's time for the Lou review. Have and I would say this bathroom at this gas station here, you know, it has this rating. And I'd go and be like, okay, Let's give it the sniffy sniff. I, I, like, oh, yeah, that's, that's a million dollar idea. That's a million. There's uh, only as, certain gas stations I stop oh, yeah, at. Having for spent certain, many years yep. as a technician in the field, that would be an app that would be open on my phone constantly. Yep. You yeah, learn. You a, know where to I go. learned them real quick. Oh, yeah. There's, there's a particular grocery store line out here that does a very good job with their bathrooms, and they have made a lot of money off of me just because I needed to use their bathroom. You give them a shout out. Who, who, it's Harmon's. Harmon's has, has the bathrooms? nicest bathrooms. You know, as far well, as it, you feel bad. You go in and use their restroom, and you're like, you want to buy something. I can't just. Uh, you, you, I can't you just take walk care in of the bathroom. Mm -hmm. You buy some cookies on your way out. I'm not going to lie. Out of gas stations, because some of them are notoriously bad. Oh. But like Maverick overall Maverick, does it, a pretty good do. job. The like, dude, they have nailed bathrooms. the C store thing. Yeah. They do yep. a great job. Okay, I'm not sure how we got sidetracked. We went to Pippi Longstocking, then we went to like signs over the your toilet, Lou and review. then, your, yeah, and then we went to Lou yeah, Review. Yeah. Okay, well let's get back and to this. And it rung a bell with all of us. That's right. Clearly. Well, that's that's so, a good so, sign. We, that means I'm maybe I'm on the right track. It's a, we were it's a, talking pill, about. It's a pillar, just like if you anyone's said. listening and they decide to take that idea, because here's the thing: ideas are no good without execution. So if someone's out there going to execute on the Lou Review or something like that at least tag me, let me know that it's happening so I can like see how well sure. it's being done. Right. Uh, we were talking about what not to put into your septic system. Should we, should yeah. we jump back? Well, in? we, we covered, is there anything else? Yes, like there okay. is. Well, yeah, there's well, so why did you leave it yeah, out? If it was that plenty. important, we hadn't finished. Well, we got interrupted by yeah, the Louvre. We tangent All right. What else should we not and put down our septic so system? One very important thing is anything that will kill Look, the way that you were like, one <laughs> very, like the other things that you meant in word, this very important. I feel well, like you probably okay. should have led how, with this. How did I say it before? Cause I don't know. 
equal. Did I say just very important? I don't I think know, we're fighting like, for microphone time here. What's, hey, we can do that all day. It makes it more interesting. It does. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sorry. Let us know about this very important thing One that we should not One equally important thing <laughs> is uh, anything that's going to kill bacteria, so acid drain cleaners. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, yeah. Antibacterial soap. Really? Uh, yes. Oh, you bet. Because we're talking about we need bacteria to thrive. You put antibacterial anything antibacterial. In there, yeah, and it's going to hurt that septic system. So you want to make sure you buy the the soap is soap. You know, there's a lot of things out there about antibacterial soap and even sewer systems. Okay. You start adding it to septic systems and it can be devastating to that bacterial colony in there. That a, is a lot of uh, a lot of grime and buildup on your modern sewer systems comes from antibacterial soap. Because hmm. almost everything you do now with in your shower, in your bathtub, cleaning your hands or your body or whatever is antibacterial. Shampoos and things are antibacterial. Yeah, yep, you can get well, you can get them that say yeah if it says antibacterial on there. Because I think a hand soap system. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I, I'm not saying everybody soaps. uses. I'm just saying you can get them and and it's widely used because it says antibacterial and people are trying to be preventative. Good to um, know. But you know it's. I don't know that anyone would really would have thought of that. So septic system one, no garbage disposal two. Uh, no chemical drain cleaners. Three, no antibacterial uh, soap. Yeah. Or any anything antibacterial. Don't put it down the drain. Mm. Interesting. All right. Anything else that is very important or equally in, as important that we should not be putting down? Well, we talked about wet wipes and things as we well. We did. Um, and then even your toilet paper is important. You can go to the store and some of them are labeled septic safe. Um, and the big difference is how, and how, how they break down and how fast they break down. Hmm. Um, and so some of your more comfortable toilet papers don't break down as quickly in the system. Uh, and so they get into a septic tank and they can cause a lot of issues there as well. It sounds like uh, having a septic system is a lot like being uh, gluten intolerant. It, it is, but it's still beats an intolerant. Still beats an I'm not saying that that's, that that's not good, but like there, you just have to be more aware when you're shopping for mm -hmm. soap, toilet paper, different things like that. One more time that the body and the home are such good comparisons. Hmm. Um, Okay, so let's move into, unless you want anything else. I'm good. Okay, let's move into some of the most common problems that people have with their septic systems. Yeah, go ahead, Jesse. Oh, man. I'm back up. Okay. Can I just start there? So, I mean, that's really what it comes down to is... is uh, Are the reasons why it backs up different than, like... I mean, do you still have the tree roots, the misalignments, the bellies, oh, and things like that? Absolutely. Yeah, and it, you have all of that. Uh, plus you're putting down the wrong thing. So if you have too much antibacterial stuff like we just talked about, so you don't have enough bacteria, so this, the grime and the sludge builds up and comes back on you, or you, you've put feminine products or other things down there that would clog the pipe that leaves the home and tries to enter the tank. So a lot of, all of the common problems we would suffer from or suffer from on a modern day sewer system are still the same but then you have all of the old ones like we just discussed that can be a problem and so one of the the biggest issues or most the biggest inconveniences is when your tank gets full and it decides to back up on you it, it's not a matter of running a cable down and clearing it you almost cannot do that because if you go into the tank with your cable it'll coil up tangle and be caught you have to wait for a pump company to come pump out and so if they're busy they can't get to you today it might be tomorrow you're now down permanently until you can pump the system out and have somewhere for the excess waste to go including mm. cleaning up your house and and things like that so a septic backup can be quite a bit more inconvenient depending on the situation circumstances 
Well, like we mentioned earlier, up to the tank is the very same as a regular sewer system. And so you still have pipe. And usually that tank's going to be pretty close to the house. In most newer systems, it's 15 to 30 feet, give or take. Uh, sometimes it is 100 feet away from the house, depending on the property. And, and so you still have a lot of pipe gotcha. that can have offsets, that can have roots, that can have this, can have that, and have all the same problems that a sewer system has. But then you also have, you mentioned roots. And in a drain field, we in the, one of the episodes we talked about sewer lines and how roots get into them and things. And in a drain field, the you know in a sewer system, the pipe has to open up and it's supposed to be sealed and then the roots get in. In a drain field of a septic system, there are holes by design. There are openings that water's escaping through because it has to, and the roots will find that and get into a drain field and completely fill it in as well. Gotcha. And so, yes, a lot of the same problems. Now, when that happens, you have to replace the Yeah, the yeah. There's, and, and one of the really... Um, unfortunate side effects of a septic system is that we talked about cameras last time and their awesome ability to get into a sewer system and see what's wrong with it and we can do the same thing in a septic system up to the tank once you hit the tank a you're not gonna be able to get past it because of how it's made you can't get a camera in and then out the other side Mm -hmm. and b once you hit that tank you go blind it's full of all that dirty water and you can't see anything and and so when it comes to diagnosing anything from the tank and out there's a lot more guesswork involved than there is with a sewer system. Mm. And sometimes it starts with digging a hole to find out what's going on. Um, and so the, the awesome technology we have for sewer systems only applies up to the tank in a septic system. And then gotcha. you go blind. Mm. Um, any other common problems? You got backups, you got the roots, all that stuff, any other, uh, and I guess we've actually been talking about, you know, if, if you end up with the, slimy stuff out at the leach field mm-hmm. or you don't have the right amount of bacteria or the 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 tank fills up with too much of the sludge at the bottom or all of those different things um and i guess the solutions are a little bit different depending on what the problem sure. is we've talked about the solutions as we've gone along any other major failure points there is there is one thing that we haven't talked much about we've talked a lot about failures in the drain field and things but the tank itself uh, most of them hold up really well mm-hmm. and but a lot of them are concrete and concrete has a lifespan. The pipes have a lifespan just like anything else. And so that concrete can crack and age and separate. And then you can run into issues there with water leaking out where it's not supposed to. And now when you're talking about a septic system, as long as it's just the water leaking out, it's really no different than it getting out of the drain field. But if that crack gets down into the solids, you start having issues there. But then you also have dirt and things falling into the tank if a crack gets big enough. Um, and so there are times where a tank can cause the problems in addition to just the drain field too. When you have the tank pumped, um, are they supposed to pump all of it out? Yes. Yes. Uh, At that point, is it a good idea or is it standard practice to send a camera down the tank to inspect that? Or how do you inspect Most of the time, it's just a matter of take a look. Um, Just crawl down. Yeah, camera, there there are certain very specific types of cameras. The lids are big enough you crawl into them? Some of them. Uh, (laughs) Most people could fit in, yeah. Yeah, it depends. Why do you say that looking at me? Because we usually send down just, a just small because we're talking fella. to you. Mm-mm. I don't think that's what it was. <laughs> I, I don't think I've <laughs> I looked away from you this whole I think time. You look, don't yeah, put this I'm on me. I'm gonna appreciate so you, you waiting putting words time in my mouth. Fat <laughs> I was going here. Now I can talk to Jesse. We got that out of the way. Yeah, most of the time it's a matter. They it is somewhat standard practice for those pump companies to clean it out see what they can in there, look for any obvious signs of cracks and things. But sometimes you won't know it's there until, and even if a crack forms and you can see it, there's not a good way to fix it outside of replacing the tank. And you, 
like do, yes the question the answer to the question is yes a physical get down in there when it's pumped out physical with your eyes it just inspection. sounds gross yeah it does it is oh, gross most disgusting. people wear a bodysuit oh. when you do it okay so bodysuit huh yeah you know the hazmat oh the hazmat yeah, kind of yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh any not not a sumo suit we just talked about that Sumo, they they wear diapers. With the suits, the ones that inflate. Oh, you know, gotcha. Those make you fit. not most people that could fit into a septic tank. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, let's see. I I had somewhere where I was gonna go with this next, but that is derailed. Um, oh, that's where it was. So let's say that someone has an issue, uh, whether it's a backup or whatever. Do they need to let? A, a plumbing company or a drain company know that like, hey, I've got a, a, a septic system because do some companies not work on septic systems? So, some companies don't work on them. Um, but more importantly, like Jesse mentioned earlier, running a cable into a septic tank is a very big problem. And so it's very important to A, know that you have a septic tank. And B, if you do come into a situation where you need to call a professional, they need to know you have a septic system as well just because there's a lot of risk to running a cable. We've had plenty of times where it goes too far gets inside that tank, ties itself into a knot, and it's not coming back. back. Um, And so it's very important to know you have the tank, and if you know where the tank is, point that out to them as well so they can get a good footage guess on it. Mm. Um, Sometimes, too, is when you run that cable, not only will you get stuck in there, you can actually break the baffle off. So there's that baffle inside after the when the pipe gets into the tank, it's got a baffle there to direct things around. And if you hit that too hard with the cable, you can actually break that off, Mm. and then it's not there anymore, and so the system won't function properly gotcha and so it's very important to let them know um the uh, and a cable is one thing and then you get a camera down there and you lose a camera head you, you know and those are those are things that sometimes but not all the times that the homeowner can be responsible for those costs and camera heads are very expensive cables are expensive and and you're not doing any good and so it's just shoving one down there is not going to diagnose or fix anything so to lose something like that that's costly is really just very ineffective mm-hmm. so it's very 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 good practice to let whoever's working on it know or working on your system know you have a septic system so um let's just, let's just go back in this if someone is experiencing any of these problems and they know they've got a septic system what should they do so First thing is uh, get it pumped. Um, most of the time, like I said, if people know they have a system and they're good about their maintenance, they've done it somewhat recently. Um, if it hasn't been pumped within a year or so and you're ex- experiencing those backups and things, it's very good practice to pump it first. Okay. Um, and then if you're still having problems, call a professionally trust to come out and, again, let them know you have a septic system. And then it may end up being a problem in the pipe before the septic tank as well. So pumping keeping up with your maintenance, keeping bacteria, that's going to be the first thing to do. Um, but then if you're having backups and after pumping, still get somebody out there to cable it like a sewer system, just letting them know that it's not a normal sewer system. Yeah, know, know where your access is too. That, that, that's a, um, an item that eats up a lot of time for anybody, whether it's to the pump company, the, the plumber, whatever. But if you know where your access is as well, um, you can go check if you're having a backup and you may not be full. So at that point, you wouldn't need to you know, have a pump truck come out or a pump company, you would call a plumber or a drain drain company and have them clear because chances are it's going to be in that pipe or somewhere in the home. But knowing where your access is will tell you or give you a good direction of who you should call and what direction you need to take at that time. And I, I want to clarify one thing that we probably should have done earlier, but define full for a septic yeah, system. Yep. Okay, good um, point. It is meant to be full of water and things all the time. That's how it operates. And so the water comes in, fills the tank up to a certain level, so then it goes out. 
Um, and so when we say a full septic tank, uh, having things in it is normal. It should have that full in the way we're using it is too much solid. Um, and so the water can't escape like it's supposed to. Um, and that's when you have a problem. So if you open the lid um, and there's several different ways that, like Jesse said, it's very important to know where that is. And if you don't know where that is, some of the, the cameras that we use for sewer lines can get you close. They can locate where it ties into the sewer or the, where the pipe ties into the tank. Um, and that'll get you within a few feet of the lid. Um, most of the old lids are a concrete lid with a rebar handle and a lot of metal detectors can find those. Um, but then if <laughs> you might be looking for days if there's other metal in your yard too. Mm. Um, but when you open that lid and you look down in there, you're going to see that slime level on top. Um, and if it's down below the level of the water coming in, and one way you can kind of test that, in, depending on how far apart the elevation of the water in and the water out are, if you run some water with that lid open, you should be able to hear it trickle in or at least see the surface move. Gotcha. Um, and, but if it's up above that inlet so that the water has nowhere to go into, then your tank is what we're calling full. It's got, got too it. many solids to let the water out. Cool. Yeah. Anything? You open up the lid and it's coming up the chase for your mm -hmm. lid too full yep got it so but yeah the tank should be below the top of yes. the tank itself yep okay yep. anything else uh before we close this episode who'd have thought that you'd have a full episode on septic systems no, we, there's always more we could add to well, it but septic systems like i said still used today they don't use uh concrete uh, containers as much as plastic ones pre pre-built plastic ones so they don't crack but they're still used in a ton of areas like here here in utah woodland hills mm -hmm. you know where that is yep. right that's that's mostly all septic and really? lift stations because of where they live um and and how the how you know the how the the ground and everything is is laid out there let's let's actually just key areas that most people if you live in utah that you would know are there any other major communities or major places where you mm -hmm. know they've got a lot of septic systems yeah i'm actually glad you you brought that up because i was thinking of this earlier um so you have like uh, Elk Ridge and yep. and uh, Woodland Hills over there, and some areas in Salem and Payson. A lot of older areas, uh, older older uh, communities, rural, rural exactly. It, a lot of places along the bench, Highland, Alpine, areas like that. That's a specific one that you know uh, you should pay attention to maintaining. Uh, if you have one, because they, they have a very specific rule uh, that they have in place where they've actually gone through and redone a lot of roads and done sewer lateral stub-ins into most most homeowners' yards. Mm. Because once your septic system fails, whether it be the tanker the, or the leach fields, the rule is is you're done you have with to upgrade exactly mm -hmm. you're done with your septic system it cannot be replaced you have to tie in and and so that's another reason to stay on your maintenance because you can get you know to get the life out of to get the longest life um, expectancy out of your system before your before your hand is forced to do something else mm. um, am I missing any others along the you sound like you've got south down pretty well up north there's some areas around Ogden you go out West yep. Haven area Hooper a lot of those areas are on septic tanks Hooper has got a whole different kind of system we could spend a whole episode on in some of their for areas. those listening that don't speak Utah Hooper is spelt Hooper. That's not mm -hmm. Utah. <laughs> it's I'm very an Oregonian. True. I've been corrected many <laughs> yeah, times. Yeah, but you've been here and you're like, <laughs> I've been here a while. Anyway, I'm sorry. But, but uh, so yeah, there's, uh, Park City's got a lot of septic tanks. Anywhere yeah. where homes are very spread out, 
Um, it, what it comes down to, if we're being just totally honest about it, is brass tacks. The city has to be able to justify the expense of putting in a sewer system uh, before they'll do it. And so if you have those areas where homes are very spread out and they're not going to be servicing a ton of homes, they may not do it. And so if you have real spread out houses in rural areas, um, mountainous areas, things like that, you may be on a septic system. Got it. Okay. Anything else? I think we've got it. All right. Well, that's the show. We'll be back with a new episode of In the House next Tuesday. I'd like to thank Jesse and Chasen for being here and telling us everything they know about septic systems and uh, a few other things. But Mm -hmm. uh, I'd also like to thank everyone behind the scenes that helped make the show possible. If you'd like to know more about Any Hour Services, visit anyhourservices.com. I've been your host, Mike Wilson, and you've been listening to In the House. Mm. Wait, weren't, weren't you all going to join it. in? I okay, almost okay. did. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we'll, we'll go again. Uh, I'm your host, Mike Wilson, and you've been listening to In, in the, the House. house. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>